What is your profession? Welcome to OCR Audio with your hosts, Luke and Jack. So, welcome to episode two of the OCR Audio. Um, you've got me on the mic, Luke and Jack. How are you doing, man? How are you, mate? You all right? Keeping well? Yeah, not bad. How was your week? Good weekend? Good weekend, man. Yeah, I um, I rocked out and did a marathon. You know, of all things to do with no training. Um, yeah, no, I sort of uh, signed up for a marathon a couple of weeks ago, not really thinking about the, the great task that a marathon can be. Uh, it's a trial marathon as well, so all off-road in the Marriott Way in Norwich. Um, fortunately, the weather was lush. It was really warm. Uh, well, I say really warm, 10 degrees, which is really warm considering what it has been. Yeah, um, true. So and I ran it with a friend, and I don't know if you guys have run marathons with mates, but you know when you get to a certain distance and you, the talking just stops? Yeah. You both know you're at a certain pain level where the you just focus. want to finish. Yeah, and the focus Both. kicked in for me at about 20 miles. I just mm-hmm. kept saying to myself, now I'm at 20, just got to count down 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and finished. But I was thinking, actually, it's the first time I've done a marathon ever. I've only ever done ultras or yeah. below. I've never actually done a marathon distance. So uh, well, finishing time of 3.18 for myself, which I'm kind of happy with. It's average of 7.35 minute pace. So pre-season, that's pretty good, man. I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah, it's not bad at all. I did see some of your finished pictures. You looked... Uh... Quite Pretty fresh. happy to be done. <laughs> yeah, I was happy. <laughs> <You're> very fresh. <laughs> of course. Yeah, 3.18 on a trail marathon pre-season. That's not bad at all, man. That's good uh, Good efforts. Yeah, I didn't uh, have, I, I, to answer you, I just went for just finishing. You know, I was just going to chat at eight-minute miles and just go and kept looking down and watching it was 7.30, 7.30, I thought, you know, if I'm keeping this pace up, um, yeah. And the only takeaway, I suppose, from that is I got to 20 miles and I still felt pretty good. You know, it was only the last sort of six miles where I started to diminish, hips started yeah. aching, you know, and I started to realise that I hadn't quite done the training I needed for that particular distance. But, yeah, man, 20 miles, I'll take that any day. Not bad. Just 20 miles in the bank of yeah. good running. How about you, man? Six miles. No, yeah, I had a good weekend. Again, uh, very running-orientated. Um, Saturday I went down to my local park run to test out my new IROX that I got in the post. See those bad boys? Um, yeah, they're quite nice. Just a completely different kind of fit to the innovates I've been wearing before, so I needed to test them out. I've got um, a few park runs near me, and this one was on trails, so went down there, um, just went off at a good kind of pace, and... Another runner came past me wearing a nuts top. Nice. And I was like, OCR runner, hello. So we had a nice little uh, what turned into be a race. I thought it was just going to be a bit of a jog. Um, but it was uh, Daniel Tickham from, um, I think, Elements Elite or the Nuts team. But um, he just won the mu- Muscle Acre 12K the other week. And I think he said he's off to do nuts. So, uh, good luck to him out there. Yeah, man. You've been beaten, didn't you? Tell me you beat him. Oh, no. Eight seconds off. Oh, eight, eight seconds, seconds off. So, what was your time? Um, not, that we're, not that we're here to brag on this uh, on this podcast. No, what no. was your time? <clears throat> 17, 16, something oh, like that. Oh, boom. There you go. Uh, Shout out to anybody listening in. Yeah. Right in with your times. Beat 17, 52. 
Yeah, yeah, if you had a fast park run, let us know. Yeah, man. That obviously goes hand in hand with what we've got going on the side. A bit of a shout out to the Project Fitness. Yeah. Um, find us on Facebook. Got a nice monthly challenge at the minute, February, running 100 miles in the month, which obviously my marathon, your park run, all, all helps. Yeah, that's it. Getting those miles in. Yeah, I went out on Sunday and got about 12 miles in. It was um, another OCR-orientated run. Ended up rocking, running with uh, Becky Randall or Becky Neal yeah, from yeah. Um, one of the OCR teams down in Essex. I think it's uh, Nuclear Phoenix, her team is. So, very OCR-orientated weekend, getting those miles in. But I tell you what, that Nuclear Phoenix, they're building a bit of a team, aren't they? Crikey. Yeah, strong team down there. Good team down there, and good, some good facilities down there, guys, um, for sure, down at Nuclear. Yeah, I've been to Wild Forest um, next to Nuclear, and they got some good stuff. They've got um, a very nice little time trial that happens quite a lot, that you can run the course, which, uh, yeah, it's excellent stuff down there. And a new race I see going there this year, a short, K, a short 3K race. So... so yeah, but, that'll, um, um, that'll be something to review later in the season, I'm sure. Yeah, and entice people down there, but that's good. I'll tell you what, Luke, I could have done with a My Marathon, and that's a bit of our new sponsor's tape. Oh, yeah, rock tape. Definitely um, pretty much the best tape you could get out there. So we've teamed up with them for the listeners of OCR Audio to give a 10% discount code out which is pretty much available on all their products, the tape, the rock source, um, even the gloves that they sell, the Talon gloves, which are great for OCR. They've got great protection, really strong gloves. I think I'll definitely be wearing them when I run um, Europe's Toughest Mudder. I, I wore gloves in the, kind of like 4 a.m. in the morning last year. I had rock climbing gloves, and they, they did help, especially when your hands are freezing. I mean, this is a debate we can have. Um, I'm pretty sure we can have this debate later on. Uh, gloves or no gloves, man. I mean, I've always been a no glove man. Go natural, you know, get those calluses built up. But I've got a rig outside of my garden. And a couple of times I, I tried gloves. I tried, you know, like um, I've got some jaw grips that I do sort of weight training with yeah. and things like that. Nothing comes close, man. I'm sorry if your skin's good, you know, but obviously well open to trying new things. So I have to give them a go, I think. No, I think when um, I did Europe's Toughest Mudder, just for the fact it was an endurance race and it was starting at 12 at night and finishing at 8 in the morning, you're running in the coldest time, you're going into ice, Arctic Enema was one of the uh, obstacles and it was freezing at 4am in the morning, um, kind of on my fourth and fifth laps, um, I popped gloves on just so my hands could move so they wouldn't freeze up because you need to be able to grab the obstacles after four times of going round, my fingers were just freezing my knuckles were cold so I will be using gloves in that race at some point later in the year Um, I think it just helped last time I didn't slip off my grip was just as perfect I think um the Talon gloves from Rock Tape will be excellent for that. I've been testing them out a few times on runs when it's been cold in the evenings. Um, just been going for runs. Then there's a park with a pull-up bar, doing a few pull-ups, and they've uh, they've stood up to it. They've been pretty good, very durable. 
and Might um, get online and give them a go. That's it. Well, use the ten percent um, off code when you do. It's OCR1. Pop that in at the checkout. It gives you ten percent off most of the product range, including tape, gloves, um, the shin guards that they sell, and the rock sauce especially. That's an excellent product. What's that for your chips? <laughs> yeah. No <laughs> chips. No, no chips. chips allowed. <laughs> no. Rock sauce, kind of a like a muscle relaxant, I guess. Very similar to kind of a deep heat, but um, very strong, very potent stuff. It's uh, it's good. Apply lightly. <laughs> it's my tip. <laughs> awesome. That's OCR one at Rock Tape UK. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So we've got so much news to bring today. Uh, Luke, mm-hmm. where where do we start? Oh, where do we start? Okay, Spartan. Let's start at Spartan. Um, yeah. Let's think 2018. So reviewed um, last podcast 2017. We had a quick look at what's going to be new for 2018. Um, I yeah. think the biggest standout thing for me is age group. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just going to discuss basically what's new, how it's going to work. Um, and obviously... Elite as well. Um, not much change there, but definitely the structure is 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 being set now, ready for the future years. I think um, we obviously had this conversation quite a few times personally, saying yeah. that you know Spartan Elite, um, they've got a good group now. We've got sort of 10, 15 guys that are all racing for you know podium position, top tens, week in, week out, every race. Um, yeah. Obviously, you've got the two or three that are that little bit further ahead at the minute, but. In general, Spartan now seem to be really nailing down um, with championship points and rankings, um, really nailing down and, and rules as well. That's a big one now with video coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, I think if they can get that right, then following next few years, you know, up to 2020, we should have some really good racing going on in Spartan uh, for the elite level as well as the age grouping. Uh, and still obviously keeping fun and friendly and good for the beginners at the open wave as well. So Yeah, they've got a really good structure coming in now for Sparta. And obviously in like the elite level, they've um, introduced money along with the national series. So there'll be five races this year that have been picked out to be national um, series races. Each of these races, the top three runners will get money. Also, you'll score ranking points for the overall season of these top five races, um, which, again, the top three people in the rankings at the end of the year will uh, win some prize money. Nice. Um, Along with that, they're uh, increasing, obviously, the adjudication on obstacles and burpees especially. Um, Last year, when I was in Andorra running the European Championships at Spartan, um, they had very tight policy on burpees. They literally had a special pen. They had video camera. Um, if you missed a single burpee, you got a penalty. The um, the guy that crossed the line first was a Spanish guy. Um, he thought he'd won. He thought he was the European champion. They actually reviewed the footage of his race and found out that he hadn't done one or two burpees, I think it was. Right. And he ended up coming second. Um, so they are... They do take it very seriously, um, and I think the UK now they'll also be at that level as they were in Europe last year. Yeah. 
So they did that in Europe at pretty much, I think, all of the series races. Um, and the UK National Series will be the first one to start this year. Um, so, yeah, the burpees definitely will be adjudicated and other obstacles as well to make sure that when we run elite, there everybody's doing it to the best we can and we're doing the obstacles perfectly we're not um there's no cheating nobody's doing anything they shouldn't be doing but um yeah like you said the other big thing is age group they've changed the competitive wave into more of an age group championship um i think they're going to have five or six different categories for that as well yeah all of which will have top three finishes um and they will come with a prize of a medal first second or third I think um, Spartan Race have been sending out uh, pictures on Instagram and Facebook of the medals. They actually look quite nice. <laughs> I wouldn't mind one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's going to make it really competitive, even for lower down, like the age group, just below elite. Um, what are your thoughts? Do you think some people from elite are going to run age group? That's that's an interesting topic. I was thinking about this. Uh, well, I was looking into it. So basically, there's going to be seven. So you've got the elite. Mm-hmm. You're going to have so anybody can run elite. You obviously pay the extra money. Um, you can yep. run elite. That gives you a chance to win prize money and come first, second, or third. And that's first podium. So elite, they're going to run first thing in the morning, eight o'clock. Yeah. Um, then after that, you're going to have age group fourteen to seventeen. 18 mm-hmm. to 24, 25 to 29, 30 to 39, 40 to 49, and yeah. 50 plus. They're Not. all going to have their own separate podiums. So first, second, third in all those age groups. Yeah. Okay. And also not forgetting not only the money for the elite, but your rankings, so your points. Um, yeah. Each of those age groups will also be adding getting points, which will then go towards an age group uh, ranking as well as an elite ranking i will state that the elite is completely separate to the podium so uh, sorry completely separate to the age group so if you sign up age group say for instance 20 to 29 do really well your points will not go towards elites you know you will only be able to go in that age group yeah Um, your age group points age group rankings which will also if you come in a certain position, you will get qualification to the age group um, European Championships, age group World Championships. So there is, um, I think it's top 10. It's the same as Elite um, yeah, yeah. to qualify for those championship races. So even competing in your age group to get a top 10 finish, you could end up going or being invited to European Championships, World Championships to compete. For age group. Yeah, for age group races. And then there's another one, which is, I think, kind of cool. Kids. They've actually introduced a kids podium now. So that's the seventh, um, effectively yeah. eighth podium. So you've got elites, all six age groups, and kids. So you've got eight podiums all together. Um, man, it's going to be it's going to be epic. It's going to be – what's going to be interesting is, right, previously, obviously, you've raced. You go off at 8 o'clock. You finish, especially elites, they're finishing – depending on what the race is, they're finishing within an hour, two hours, you know, you've got that vibe, then you have your podium, and that's it, day done, you know, you come back the next day. Whereas Mm -hmm. I think doing this, I think Spartan have been very clever in the sense of getting people involved. Um, 
for us, we are going to have people chasing us from age groups, so we can look at those times at the end of the day and go, oh, crikey, so-and-so, so-and-so, they've done really well. You know, next year they might think about going elite or even next race, you know. You know, yeah. some guys might do age group, do really well, and think, oh, why didn't I go elite, you know. Um, so you'll probably find that step up from age group, which was, I'll just say, which was formerly known as competitive, is now called yeah. age group, and then open below that. And open is everything from, you know, your first timer to your weekend warrior. Um, everything open is below that, which hasn't got any podiums and there is no prize money. Um, mm. Just is just literally there to get the medal and T-shirt, which is brilliant in all fairness. But yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, it's interesting with those eight podiums. It's going to really spice things up for the elites because we're going to have to realize that we're going to have to work even harder. Um, but also from a attitude sense of achievement point of view i think the actual race day is going to be um especially after the race i think i think everything's going to be just that really good warm buzz you know like a real sort of everyone's going to be you know i've been at many races especially with um triathlon mm-hmm. um and you see everyone going up especially when you get to like the plus 50s and then you think crikey that guy has nearly beat my time and he's double my age you know you know, you can really commend people for that, and I think that's what that's what's going to be really cool this year. You know, it will be nice to see like lots more people getting recognised for racing, um, because I think we've both started off in open waves, um, probably done fairly well. I think you've had some good finishes in open waves, but there wasn't actually a route towards elite. No. Especially when I started, I didn't. Um, I started in 2016. I didn't know. I didn't think they had competitive then. I'm not sure what there was around in then, but it was kind of open wave and then elite. And I didn't really know like what elite was, yeah, yeah. so I just kind of ran open in my first two races. Yeah. Um, in the second race, I actually ran the Windsor Sprint um, in 2016, and I think I came second overall in the open. And I was thinking, oh, okay, is, does this mean I get to go on the podium? Like, top three. Normally, if you're running a 5K, a 10K, you're getting top three, you'll be on a podium. So I was like, okay, what? Well, um, so I checked my time out. I looked on there, chatted to one of the Spartan guys. I was like, oh, is there a podium for this? Or what was happening? And he's like, oh, no podium for open, but you, uh, you should run elite. Look at your time. You've... Um, come you would have come second or third in the elite race i was like god damn if i'd known that i would have raced elite i just didn't really know where i was so i think age group will give people from the open wave a really good opportunity to see where they are yeah Um, and also you've got a lot of people maybe in the elite which will think maybe i'm I'm not going to get top 10 but I could get a top 10 or even a podium finish in age group. So it'll be interesting to see where people go and how competitive the age group will be. I think it will be really competitive. There'll be a lot of people, especially from the OCR teams, taking up the age group thing and trying to do a whole season, I think. Yeah, uh, it's interesting because you've got the tacticals. You know, like... There's nothing to say that me and you, Luke, for instance, can't go and rage age group this year 
and do pretty well. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I mean, I, I'm going to put my hands up now. I'm not doing that. I'm elite. I want to be elite. I like the idea of chasing people down and being beaten. You know, that sounds silly, but that's what pushes me on. Um, yeah. Not saying there's anybody in the age group that won't beat me because I'm pretty sure there'll be guys out there that are, are quick, you know. But what I, what I will think it will do is put that sort of thing in people's mind that actually what's mm-hmm. more important to you? You know, if it is chasing those points at an age group level, you know, if I mean, I've had this interesting conversation with a few people um, about the world, so CR and people. Yeah. And I, I would say, look, I've not done it before. You know, this is my first year that I'm going to achieve it. Fortunately, I've I've. Um, I've already got in at age group level. I'm going to attempt to get in at elite level because I'm thinking, well, I want to race as an elite. But a lot of people are saying, no, go age group, go age group. You, you get better position. So, you know, I, we still don't know now what, what's best. But with Spartan, I think this is very interesting because, I mean, this is going to be controversial, but there's a few people that I lined up in last year in that first elite wave that shouldn't have been in there, you know. But they probably feel, looking now, they probably feel that the open or what was then the competitive wave wasn't competitive enough. That makes sense. So you go oh, up yeah, that elite but... for being competitive, but, and then you get your ass kicked by 50 other people, you know? Yeah. So yes. now having that age group <clears throat> ideal, because they've still got the competitive level. There's still going to be guys in there that are awfully quick, really quick, but yeah. you don't have to be embarrassed by coming last in the elite level, you know? No, it's true. It's, um, it's going to give people another place to be competitive within a Spartan race. Um, where there was races last year where the elites, there was like maybe 80, 90 runners. Maybe you're going to see the elite category only being 40 this year. Mm-hmm. People signing up. Um, because the age group's going about like, what, 20, 30 minutes after the elites are going to go, after we're going to race. Yeah. Though for a time kind of thing, if you want to get done and dusted, you could race age group and only be half an hour later than you were racing elite. It will cost a bit less. It will still be quite competitive. Um, so I do think there'll be a lot of people taking up this option for Spartan Race especially. It gives people the chance to race competitively, like you said, and maybe achieve a higher position but also it gives them the chance to be an age group champion. They could win their age group at the end of the year. They could be the rankings champion in age group. Um, so it's interesting because at the end of the day, there will be age group championship races from Spartan. So it's hard when you could maybe be a champion at the 25 to 29 race, or you could finish... 35th in the pro or elite wave mm. so sometimes especially OCR Worlds I saw a lot of people who had great really good times but they've um, dropped down from the pro division to the age group division to try and win that division because realistically who's going to beat John Alban yeah exactly yeah <laughs> not many people have got the chance to get that high up and um, beat John Alban and be OCR world champion um you might see the same in the spartan race age group now yeah but it's going to be an interesting season to see how it happens uh like you said before you from like a triathlon background and triathlons really have age group dialed in 
age group is a huge thing is probably just as big as the elite. The elite level is so high in triathlon that you can't just walk off the street and get anywhere near it. You have to go normal race, then age group and so forth. So hopefully you'll see an OCR kind of progress into that thing with a, a base wave and then an age group and then a high, high elite at the top. Yeah. Yeah, that's good, man. And the other thing as well is um, Spartan for a long time have needed to do needed to do this. And I think getting serious, because the age groups come in now, it means they can really concentrate. Not that age group won't be as serious, because it really will. But mm. Spartan can now really concentrate with prize money being up for grabs <clears throat> in making the elite level that next level. That makes sense. So one thing they're definitely doing, and what we're understanding that I've been told by Spartan they're doing, is they will be recording elites this, uh, this year on certain obstacles and burpees. So there will be video <clears throat> evidence. So if yeah. you get something like you were saying about the Europeans where someone hasn't done enough burpees, then they can look back at the video and retrospectively they can, they can do what they need to depending on the results. Um, we had a thing last year where it was trialled at the last two races of the year. And yeah, I know, and I'm sure they won't mind me saying, I know Natasha and Andrea had a burpee off. And literally the whole race come down to Natasha not doing enough burpees, then and then Andrea not doing enough burpees, or not getting full elevation. So yeah. really interesting, because they could pull up that and in, in, in the office. They pulled it up on video, and they watched, you know, and counting them out and said, well, look, you've only done 28, you know. Um, so that's perfect and and we all know and and I'm not naming names but we all know there's cheats out there there are people even at the elite level because we've seen it you know we've been there and we've raced and we've seen it where people the the typical one is people carrying the buckets on the shoulders opposed to having them you know around the waist Um, so hopefully the video will stop all that because there is a it leaves a horrible taste in my mouth when you come around you finish fifth or fourth even worse you've lost out on podium or mm. outside the top 10, and you know there's people ahead of you that have cheated or definitely in some way gained an advantage. And when you yeah. go up to the guys and say, look, he's cheated, he's they can't do anything about it. So hopefully now with the whole video, um, that will be completely, or at least in the people back of minds that they can't cheat. I mean, who would want to cheat anyway? You know, um, yes, no there's one. money. So, of course, people are going to cheat because there's that incentive to cheat. It's worth <laughs> it, you know. But they do yeah. need to get strict, and that's what Spartan are doing, which is really, really an epic thing. You know, brilliant. You know, I think it's a really good idea and a good way to go. It's It might put people off. It might upset people. But in general, from an elite level, I mean, when you're giving prize money, I've got the prize money here. So for a sprint, first male, first female will be £400. Um, yeah. Then the second will be 200 and the third will be 100 And that's throughout the board, sprint, super, and beast. And then yeah, the theories will be fifteen hundred pounds for the first, seven fifty for the second, and two fifty for the third. And I've yeah. also got the series races here. So Southeast Sprints, Island Super, Southwest Super, the Midland Sprint, and the Windsor Beast are the series races. Yeah. So you have to compete in all five of those to get a ranking for the series. Yeah. And it's all um, the series races have money attached to them. It's just those five races, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it, yeah. Yeah. And then the um, the overall rankings have the larger money attached to it. If you um, 
come in the top three of the rankings. Um, and then obviously there's five races included in the series. And then outside of the series, there will be other races at the events. Yeah. But um, they won't have money attached. It will just be obviously pride and yeah. um, elite points overall. Yeah. Um, literally now on the Spartan website, the Spartan UK website, you can pull up the rankings in the section. Um, you can dial back to last year's rankings. They've kind of updated it now. It makes it so much easier to find. You can find it by zone, world, um, UK, Europe. country. Um, so you'll be able to see on there where people finished last year, where everybody's going to be this year. And they've got it all segregated into different categories of elite, age group, um, and open as well. So there is open points, which goes towards being the open champion in the rankings. So there is a lot that they've done now that has taken the elite, especially with this national series, to another level. Um, and the money being a huge thing, especially in England. Um, they put Basically, Spartan have put themselves on par with Tough Mudder now, offering money to the winners. So... We're going to see a very competitive race, especially the series. I think it'll be the most competitive series that anyone will race in the UK. Um, everyone should be turning up to those races. If you're one of the top, you'll probably see a lot of the elite level athletes um, in OCR turning up. Yeah, man, £1,500 is a, not a lot. It's a lot of money not to turn down, isn't it? You know, like if you've got a good chance of coming in the top three, then I'm going to see that most people are going to turn up. You, you've got 15 people, easy, 20 people, and that's not mm. including the newcomers, um, all fighting for that top three money in individual races, as well as the series prize of 1,500, you know? Yeah, of course. What will this be interesting, is Luke, is um, going forward, um, and obviously this is going to be in a few years yet, but will be really good as if that then gets put into like a mini series so where they've got the five series this year if they can then turn that into a bigger series so as as time goes on more races get included with the spartan obviously yeah. um you know i know last year they had the the world being shown on the big screen at windsor Mm -hmm. um, yeah. whether they can utilize that i think if you're listening spartan that is a great thing to do you know Go out, you know, even with the age groups as well, put the listings on the board, you know, make it a big deal, shout out about it, you know. People want to be heard, you know, and I think if you could put that on the big screens and make a spectacle of it, that's your way forward. Yeah, that's it. They had the, the big screen at Windsor, like you were saying, they put on the World Championships. They should use it for the UK National Series, put the rankings up there, put people's last race finish, um, who's in the lead, who's first, second, um, just let people know what the information is and it gets out there, gives people maybe, maybe they're looking at the board thinking, okay, my next race, I'm going to race the national series. It's not achievable for anybody to race in that series. They basically can just pay and enter the race. So having it out there and having it easy for people to see is definitely, like you said, something that Spartan should do for this season. Yeah, for sure, man. That's for sure. And um, yeah, so and hopefully then we'll have a bit more clarity in the next few weeks about what's happening with European Championships and World Championships from an elite level. At the minute, it's all very hush hush. We're not sure, not sure what's going on there. But 
I know I've got plans to race in July the 7th in Morzine. I know that you potentially want to do it as well, Luke, and there's a few yeah, other guys. But we're not really sure what's going on yet. We don't really know how, when, what, who, do we? So a little bit more clarity on that would be nice. Yeah, not yet. I'm sure um, Spartan Race will send an email out. Normally they just contact everyone via email like they did last year. And that will give us the opportunity to find out more information. But it seems like it's uh, it's coming up quite fast. And I would like the information now. Yeah, yeah. it'd be nice to know whether I'm going or not. <laughs> this is true. So, um, no, that's good. But, yeah, European Championships in Morzine. And obviously they've gone back to Tahoe for the World Championships again. So um, I'm sure we'll do another episode later on about the World Championships and what the difference is and how hard it is to race out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think definitely Spartan, they've done, um, they seem to be following, I mean, I don't know if you guys know that I obviously a triathlete before I did, um, did Spartan or any sort of racing. Um, and Spartan have definitely followed this sort of triathlon federation um, league set out, if that makes sense. So, Hopefully they'll continue that way within triathlon and get like elite cards. Um, so you yeah. have to be a level to be able to race elite. At the minute, I think it's too easy to be elite for Spartan. Um, so if they can get to the point now where the age groups is such a competitive thing, then becoming elite will be like that next step. But you have to really work hard to get that level. Um, yeah. You know, so whether it be elite card or you have to hit a certain you know, so even like this year, if we can do it so they've got so many points. So for next year, if you hit that many points, you get to yeah. race elite. So if you're an age grouper and you hit over, I don't know, a thousand points, then next year you get to race elite. You know, if you hit mm-hmm. didn't hit that, then you have to sh- you have to try hard and hard and hard and hard again in age group to get it the following year. You know, like have something to work towards. That's definitely yeah. a way that triathlon have gone. Um, and I think that's a way that Spartan could follow as well. Yeah, of course. Like um, you kind of look at Spartan, and then you look at kind of Ironman. It's a very similar kind of concept of its um, own kind of thing. They do their own sections. But yeah, pro cards from a triathlon point of view would be the next step in OCR. the the thing, it would probably come from the USA um, and the US series. You're looking at it now, the US series, because they actually, I think, they get prize money all the way down to like 15th place in the rankings of the USA. They do, yeah. So when you're racing the um, the series races in the USA, you're looking at top 15 guys who are racing, or top 20 guys are classed as probably the professional or the very top elite yeah they don't have pro cards but i'm sure you're turning up at those races and you know who the top guys are um and then they're racing for those points they want to finish top 15 in the rankings at the end of the season um because it comes with financial gains also they get i'm sure like free race entry that kind of stuff which helps them as a career in OCR, um, get to more races and um, attract more sponsors at the end of the day. So yeah, sure. I mean, that's the other thing as well, isn't it? As elite levels, the, the, the difference other than earning, um, raising or earning or having the ability to earn money as an elite is 
from a social point of view, from a, you know, we're all trying to get sponsored and do this. I mean, you're a personal trainer. I'm a personal trainer. There's guys out there. I know, you know, Ben Comrie's, you know, works on the roads and these guys yeah. have really busy lifestyles, you know, um, and trying to race at the same time. It's difficult. So every little helps. So the more we can get out there and, you know, especially when we talk to people, if you're at that level, then you do find yourself being respected a little bit more, you know, and it helps for of sure. Course. It's definitely when you're trying to race, I guess, as an elite in OCR, what Spartan race have got 13 races this season yeah. happening. You've got to travel to all the races. You've got to pay for your race entry. You've got to pay for new trail shoes. You've got to pay for kit for the season. You've got to train, <laughs> all the time to try and get to that level to be elite if you're getting in the top 10 of an elite race um and if you're achieving kind of top 10 in the rankings at the end of the season it's going to show the hard work the money you put into that endeavor it's not your job but it's almost a second job i guess because you're putting so much effort so much time training into competing like you said we've all got full-time jobs we're pts and there's a lot of other guys i know who do hard full-time jobs that is not um not easy and not everybody has the chance to go and train i think we're quite lucky we're in the gym quite a lot but we've still gotta still gotta work yeah i'm always training always training when i've got clients you know (laughs) burpees all the time that's it just on the pull-up bar, like chatting to them. <laughs> yeah, stretching them out. out, squatting. You know, it's funny. Actually, I said to a client the other day, "I'm always doing bench." She's like, "Yeah, no, you're not." And I said, "Honestly, when I travel, if I sit in a car, I mm. can't do more than two hours sitting in the car. It kills me." You know, I'm out. I'm in the lay-by. I'm doing burpees. I am that guy doing burpees in a Spartan t-shirt on the side of the road for sure. You, you are the weirdo. <laughs> I am the, the weirdo. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, that's. I think that sort of sums it up for Spartan um, on this podcast. Um, yeah. Anything else to add, Luke? No, not really. I think we covered most of the stuff of what is uh, what's to come this season. Yeah. What kind of new things Spartan have added in with um, the age group being a huge thing, which could actually change like the landscape of Spartan race and where people race. Um, so yeah, no, I think we've covered it all. I mean, one thing I would say is, I mean, I was trying one of my clients, training one of my clients yesterday, and she's mm-hmm. um, doing Spartan this year, and she was asking me what to what to do, mm-hmm. and I said it's difficult because realistically, she's an open Spartan. You know, it's a first few. I don't want to yeah. overdo it with that. Technically, she could be an age grouper. You know, she's yeah. going to be in that 35 age group, so technically, she's in a good competitive age group. A part of me wants to say to her, do it. Go age group. What's the worst that could happen? And then a part yeah. of me wants to say to her, stick to competitive for a little while. Enjoy it. You know, don't yeah. get too... Because she said, funny enough, she said, well, I don't want to go competitive, get my ass kicked, and then be demoralised. You know, so it is very interesting. Um, I'm going to try and push it to age group because I think she's got a good chance. Um, no, yeah. But it will yeah. be competitive, you know. It will be competitive, for sure. Of course. Yeah, no, definitely some of those age groups you've chatting about, like the 25, 29, 30 to 39 age group are going to be probably the higher competitive ones. You're just looking at some of the people that could race in that. There will be kind of the 
fitter people, they're coming from, they're being PT'd, they're doing their own running. So that they will be the more competitive ones. But yeah, definitely get her in age group, even if she runs one age group as kind of like a test race to see and doesn't commit to the rest until she runs that race. It would be much, she'll just enjoy it as much because there'll be people really running. Um, in the open, you're going to get a lot of teams who are raising money, which is great for a cause. But if she's come from more of a competitive side, she's going to want to sprint past them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah. No, I'll tell you what we're going to do. Luke. We're going to mm-hmm. set up, brings me on nicely, we're going to set up a poll on Facebook. Yeah. We want to know whether this year you're going to race competitive, age group, or elite i think that would be great so you can find us at facebook uh, ocr audio on facebook do you think that's yeah. a great idea no that's a great idea so we'll do open uh, sorry open yeah sorry age group age group or yeah. elite elite yeah 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 um, yeah yeah no that's good we'd we'd love to know what everybody's going to race and um, it just gives an idea of what uh, people are going to do, especially yeah. for Spartan Race this year. Yeah, and oh, comment good. comment as much as possible. So find us on Facebook at OCR Audio. You can also find us on Instagram. We've got a brand new Instagram account, which yeah. is OCR underscore audio. Um, please follow us. It really, really helps. Um, not only that, Luke, big news. We're now on iTunes. Yeah, where we can find be found on the podcast app on your Apple iPhone. Um, OCR Audio, just search for us. Yeah. Um, reviews are always welcome, and we you might even make it onto the show. Yeah. We are actually, I think, other than a few Americans, we're the only guys doing a OCR-specific podcast in mm-hmm. in, in, in UK. So yeah, should be too good. hard to find us. Um, and hopefully by the end of this afternoon, we're going to have a funky little cartoon picture as our logo. So you won't miss it. You will not no. miss it. Um. And also on SoundCloud. So if you haven't got iTunes and you're on SoundCloud, which I know a few of you are, please follow us on SoundCloud. You can find you'll find episode two hopefully by tomorrow on SoundCloud and iTunes. Yeah, that's good. So leads us off the Spartan um, Spartan stuff. We'll move on to the other big news of the week, which was um, OCR AUK. So the OCR Association in the UK have um, folded. So what does so it mean? Gonna, yeah, so I'm just going to pull up. So this is the kind of information that I found out. OCRA UK is no longer an active organisation. Um, basically, so that's gone. The, the people that were running that have... Um, closed the organisation, there is no more OCRA UK. So the association in UK is done. So now the process to create a new one, which will be kind of a governing body for OCR in the UK, um, somebody's going to have to step forward and be the leader or be the head of that OCR association. I've seen on some of the Facebook groups, there's a lot of people talking about it, um, which is great, talking about the next steps, what will happen now. Um, from understanding, it would be that they would reach out to other associations and just find out how they set up. Um, and then 
from a positive point of view for like the racers, this might see a return of the UK Championships, an official championship race, which didn't happen last year um, and won't happen this year if there's not an association. Um, this could lead also to the creation of a Team UK to represent at different championship events, World Championships, European Championships. That could happen if there's an association. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting times for UK OCR. Um, there doesn't seem to be any concrete stuff with people starting it off yet, but hopefully we'll see something. And if there is anybody out there that is thinking of being the person to lead UK OCR, please get in contact with us. We would love to have them on the show to hear about what their thoughts are, what the aim is for them to create an association in England. Yeah, man, it's a bit of a strange one, is it? Because, I mean, I'm quite new to OCR in that sense. Um, obviously, been rating Spartan for a couple of years. But from an OCR point of view, I wasn't yeah. really too sure what was going on anyway. Um, and I'm not sure many people are. I think, you know, the whole now this has all gone down and there's no one there. It's yeah. a good chance for someone to come in and start something completely afresh, you know, a good standard across the board, you know, whether that be health and safety or leagues or a certain levels, you know, all that obviously needs to be taken into consideration. Um, yeah. So whoever yeah. comes in, really, it, they could do anything. You know, they could really start a good gold standard for the UK OCR racing. You no. know. It's true, and um, you're looking at OCR, and there does need to be a kind of governing body for OCR. We need to be on the same level as triathlon, as um, running. They've all got governing bodies, and they all have different sanctions that races have got to apply by. Yes, normally that means that you have to pay a fee into the governing body to do a race or be a member. I'm a member of my local running club. I've got to pay a fee every year to be a member of the running club. And that also gives me a UK athletics number. And it means I'm a member of UK athletics, I guess, which is the governing body of the running side of stuff. Yeah. Um, as you said, health and safety is another <clears throat> massive one that um, governing bodies look after. It also means that like the UK is represented, quite a lot of the other European countries have OCR governing bodies. Um, so at the moment, we're unrepresented on that front. We're not having a say in European championships or other championships or other events that are happening within the within Europe, within other races. So having a governing body will, again, give us as the UK, a voice in certain things that happen in the OCR world? I think I think OCR now is such a level, like you mentioned there, running, uh, triathlon, you know, cycling, cyclocross, whatever you want to do. Man. I'm a British Triathlon Federation uh, coach, so I train triathlon. Obviously, I have to be a part of that governing body to be able to coach. Um, I think that would be a good thing as well with the OCR. I mean, it's like anything, a bit like PTs, and we're both PTs, as we mentioned earlier. You know, a lot of people now are coming to me, and because they know I do OCR, they're saying, oh, I want you to train me to do OCR. Now, at the minute, there's no standard. You know, I could give them a, a bag and say, run. You know, whereas 
if I had an OCR governing body for me mm-hmm. to say I'm an OCR instructor, yeah. that'd be you know that that's definitely a good that's just one part you know that's a great thing uh, for me. Of you course, know. like yeah, we're both PTs. I'm a member of uh, Reps Register yep. of Exercise Professionals. I'm sure you are. Yeah. Um, pretty much every PT will be. You have to uh, get. It's so one way to get your insurance as a personal trainer. Um, it's also a way to be a fully recognised PT that your qualifications are accredited. Like you said, having something like that for obstacle course racing, yes, there are no qualifications formally to be an OCR coach apart from maybe Spartan, um, SGX. Which, which to honestly, it hasn't really hit in England. I think there's, I think I know of three. You know, yeah. only one of them, which is Barney O'Neill, who's active, you know, and mm-hmm. Mark Russell. But in general, it's all big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually, nothing ever happens. You know, like you could, anybody, you know, this pen could be uh, an instructor. You know, if it gets insurance, it can instruct. Yeah, and that's, is... it's good, but it also takes the quality. And I think if we want OCR to be a good professional body then it Mm. needs to have high standards a bit like what we were saying earlier with spartan you know for something to be at its top it has to have rules and standards if those rules and standards aren't there you know they can be broken or anybody can do it so i think going forward with ocr yeah we have to get this sort of governing body in to set the rules everyone has to play by those rules and then we'll see who's the best at the end yeah, no, it's true. And uh, like you said, it's a fresh start for the UK OCR scene. There could be a governing body within six months and it could aid us in loads of different things. Um, better coaching, standards, more races, more leagues, more series, championship races. So it could lead on to something really good happening um, and it could see... Obviously, in future, OCR becoming an official sport kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's obviously the way and where we all want to go is the Olympics. We already know that Joe DeSeno is trying to get Spartan into the Olympics. You know, if they could do Baton 12 in the Olympics, as sure as hell we can do OCR, you know? This is true, this is true. But we're never going to get there unless we've got those standards. Well, yeah, we'll never get there unless there's associations. Yeah. You can't have... Um, a country like UK without an association, it will never help the sport as a whole. UK OCR has what well, we've got the World Championship race coming over here this year. Um, we've got one of the biggest OCR probably communities or scenes in the world. Definitely growing, uh, the biggest growing yeah, for sure. Definitely. You've got some of the best OCR athletes, um, probably. One of the best OCR athletes, John Alban, is from the UK. So we need an association to be in the mix as well. Yeah, we're almost a bit of a wasted talent in the minute, aren't we? Well, yeah, we just haven't got that link. So we need to have it and it will help UK become bigger, better, um, which is good. I also think, I mean, um, my suggestion to whoever takes it on, and I do not want the job, but whoever takes it on, you know, having like, like you're saying a bit about pro cards, but you can mm-hmm. have your membership card and that's got everything on it. So when you turn up to these races, they just scan the damn thing, you know, rather than have to fill out forms and forms and forms yeah. and forms, you know, and every race were adheres to that one card. 
you know, whether you're doing Nuclear, Spartan, Judgment Day, Tough Mudder, whatever it is, it all comes down to that card. Their details are stored on there. You know, that's what that's what BTF do, and it works perfectly. You know, and if you haven't got your card, guess what? You don't race because you're not insured. You know, no, pure and true. simple. I definitely say to anybody who's racing OCR, they should have personal insurance for racing <laughs> OCR to start with. Um, definitely so you're insured to take part in the events on a personal scale. Um, and yeah, other federations, you've got to have insurance to do your take part in a race. You can't just turn up and be like, oh yeah, I'm going to race today and then you get injured. So it, pro cards and with insurance inbuilt could be a great way to go. And it, in future, that could be the way that the sport does grow, which uh, would be an exciting thing. Definitely, for sure. All, all, all over. You know, it doesn't matter if you, like I say, it doesn't matter if you're a Spartan or whatever. You know, all, yeah. all across the boards, that is the way up, hasn't it? You know? No, it's very true. Competing for your, for your, your company, your company, your country. Yeah, there we are. Got her in the end. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, exciting news then. So, age group elites for Spartan. Uh, yeah. New era for OCR. In the UK, New sponsor yeah, for, for sure. us. Mm-hmm. Rock tape, OCR1 code. And then find us on all platforms. So find us on Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, and iTunes at OCR Audio. Please log on. Follow us, like us, share us, comment, and review on iTunes. It is much appreciated. Um, yeah, let's just get it going, man. Let's get as many people... On, I'm going to create that poll as soon as we finish this podcast. We'll yeah, get that poll good. going. Just from interest, it'd be really interesting to see what people do um, regarding to what race they're going to do this year. Um, and just generally for uh, for our own opinion, it'd be great to see what people do. Um, yeah, get get liking, get sharing, guys. It's very much appreciated. Um, and obviously, listen. <laughs> yeah, definitely listen to the show. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We'll sign off there. And see you in the next one. See you later. Peace. Spartans! What is your profession? You've been listening to OCR Audio with Luke and Jack. See you next time.